Sairam dear listeners and welcome to our weekly series Fleeting Moments Lasting Memories offering you conversations with former students of Bhagwan's educational institutions and today we have with us brother Sonu Ram Shankar Sonu hails from Bihar a state in eastern India after his schooling in Bihar and Andhra Pradesh he joined the Sri Satya Sai Higher Secondary School for his 11th grade in 1995 after this he moved on to the brindavan campus of shri satyasai institute of higher learning for his bachelor's in sciences majoring in chemistry he returned to prashantinilayam in 2000 to pursue his masters in sciences chemistry he stayed on for one more year after his post graduation to do a post graduate diploma in indian culture and philosophy probably many of our listeners are not aware of this course but as we go along in this conversation we will know more about this and the important thing is sonu ram shankar was awarded gold medal from swami's hands for this degree in 2003 he left the portals of bhagwan's college and he worked in the national chemical laboratory in pune as a junior research fellow after this he moved to japan to pursue his phd in chemistry and he did this in kyushu institute of technology one of the premier universities located in southern japan after 3 years of research he signed up for postdoctoral research fellow in nagoya university and this was in central japan continuing his postdoc he shifted to another university in japan in 2010 and this was japan advanced institute of science and technology this was in the ishikawa prefecture in eastern japan After having stayed for more than 7 years in Japan he returned to Bharat in 2012 and currently he works as a guest lecturer at Darbhanga College of Engineering in Bihar but the most important thing about Sono is he has been actively involved in many sai activities in Pune when he was in India and later in Japan in fact the recent Buddha Purnima celebrations which concluded yesterday this is the month of May May 7th and 8th was when hundreds of devotees from region 5 and region 4 comprising of 13 countries they had come and performed a wonderful two day buddha purnima celebrations and he was very much part of it we saw him in the final presentation in the drama which was a very moving real life story of how the devotees in japan reached out to those who were marooned and who were really in need of help in the aftermath of the great eastern japanese earthquake which happened in may 2011 so he has been very actively involved in many sai activities in japan and also in india and also for someone who has been in swami's educational institutions for so long right from his 11th class we are very happy to have sonu ram shankar in the studios of radio sai a warm welcome to you sonu to fleeting moments lasting memories Thank you, brother. Sairam. So let us begin with what happened just yesterday. You had this wonderful presentation by the devotees of Japan and all the other countries about how the devotees in these countries reached out and helped their brothers and sisters in need in March 2011 when the devastating earthquake happened. And you also had other programs. You had the wonderful choir, the dance. of course that was by children from thailand 
how did this wonderful program come about you were very much part of it the origin of the program goes back during this earthquake and the tsunami itself you must be knowing about the fukushima uh, yes reactors. the nuclear reactor yes so there is so much news yes march 2011 and when explosion was there in japan radiation fear was enveloping all over japan lot of rumors and foreigners were living as well as japanese were also living japan so there was very less service activity even ngos were not coming forward the fear of fear of radiation radiation so apart from government very few organizations were coming forward our was one of the organization which had a divine protection we believed in so much that we could go forward and there swami's assurance has helped us in overcoming the fear and we could reach out and during that process many devotees had so many experiences that they felt swami was very much nearer to them during that time only swami was admitted to hospital also yes and it was a turmoil within so many times we discussed that the earthquake has not happened only in the physical world earthquake was happening in our heart also yes i think everybody's heart was yeah, devastated yeah. so it was parallel and lot of transformation was taking place so with all these news from parthi you are supposed to concentrate on seva activity that was a challenge challenge we moved and there were so many experiences we got that people felt swami was always constantly guiding them and taking care for last mm, two days what we saw in our program especially yesterday's drama all were the real life instances and they saw blessings coming through their way whenever they were afraid whenever they were feeling weak it was just coming so all those instances were put together and what came out was a very touching drama yes can you narrate one or two instances for the benefit of our listeners one or two very moving signs of his presence and guidance i would like to pick up one or two instances which we portrayed in the drama itself sure the rumor for the radiation was so much and uh, for doing seva giving the r- r- relief material we had to cross fukushima in the prohibited zone we have to go little through the prohibited zone nobody was allowed to go through there was a fear of getting re- effect of radiation and when we were starting with our relief material i could see the sense of fear on the even on side devotees i don't know what happened to me at that time i just told them that no need to worry because we are doing something good activity so some will take care and just it happened to me that i told just chant mahamrityunjay mantra because everyone is afraid of death and probably this mahamrityunjay mantra will help you in overcoming the fear and very sincere devotee as they are they chanted throughout their journey and when they were just crossing fukushima region they just saw the rainbow over the sky they were so touched with that and nothing happened to any of our devotees nothing happened to nothing happened 
no result of radiation how long was this journey this we traveled overnight entire night entire night and we were chanting this mantra in yeah, yeah. night when we went there there is a basic goodness also which we saw even in the calamity we saw people were maintaining dharma even at that level there was no rights there was no looting when yes. we used to take yes that was something inherent in japanese society yes we read a lot of uh, such very good positive news about how yes. people are helping each other how yes. there is no violence how there yes. is no indiscipline in yes. the society and there was another one when we went to one of the relief camp all old age people were kept in in a school and most of them have lost one or many relatives in tsunami you can understand the amount of grief they were undergoing and we went to sing bhajans in front of them please keep in mind that most of the people in japan can be termed non religious because they don't actually follow in present day they don't seems to be following any religion in such condition talking about god is like uh, nobody does it but are not many of them buddhist they are buddhist but they are not very active in religion so it is once in a year or twice they just visit some on new year or one or two occasions they visit temple but otherwise many of them don't do it we went there we sang bhajans and we sang some of the japanese bhajans and some of the hindi bhajans i could see how the feelings when it comes from our heart it directly goes cuts across the language barrier the cultural barrier they started clapping with us they started following our hindi bhajans simple bhajans they were wow and many of them came forward later that they would like to retain some of the pictures of as it was shown yesterday that they wanted to keep a picture of ganesha with them it was like feeling of god just cuts across all the barrier the language of the heart yes it just it happens they were in need there is lot of prosperity there in japan but beyond certain limit all the prosperity doesn't help you and we saw the need of such words when we went to relief camps the need for love the yeah. need for being wanted yes 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 i think what worked is that religion of love that swami says yes. there's only one religion yes the religion much. of love and you operated from there all the teaching of swami was helping us in conducting all the seva there i had to come back after some time but this seva continued for a long time they continued to have with every service activity they used to more we cannot say how much the recipient benefited but even the sai sevadals were also benefited more if not less more than that the recipient also so much they were touching their own heart core of their heart they were getting own strength that whole japan was under crisis and they were becoming very strong during this seva activity itself swami undertook mahasamadhi and you can understand how it was going the transformation swami had put on the hot pan and then all the changes had to take care there's take so place. much of 
turmoil outside as well as inside. so much of turmoil inside yes but those were island of peace in the turbulent sea mm. we could see the faces and feel like there is a peace which only due to swami only due to swami and engaging in selfless service yes i got an opportunity i had left my job to engage in activity there to undertake seva during this period yes, 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 you yes. just left your job yes i i had left my job and extended my stay in japan they felt very nice because many foreigners were leaving japan and that time it looked very nice that somebody stays back they were actually back. staying back yes there were a few few side devotees indian devotees they stayed back and it was very much appreciated by them that's so, wonderful sami definitely <laughs> must be so proud of you to have taken that decision because i think there is nothing more fulfilling in life than reaching out and being for the other person when someone is in need brother i'm really tempted to ask you to go on sharing with us about your experiences in japan yes we would like to hear about your days in swami school and college but this is something very unique and very touching so go on tell us your story from how you happened to go to japan i was doing my junior research fellowship in pune that is in maharashtra state and it was going on well actually it was a phd doctor of philosophy course but things started changing before joining there itself i had got two or three opportunities to go abroad i must accept that i had a mental prejudice for going abroad i was constantly telling i will not go abroad any time i will stay here in india and do all this all what i can probably some some wanted me to overcome this prejudice there was opportunity two three times it came to me because i had an option to be in india pursue your phd in yes, india yes yes so i stayed here but then suddenly situation changed in such a way that i had no other option than to go abroad every one tsunami group. just took you to japan yes <laughs> so all the doors were closed and only one door was open to me that was situation took in such a event that it took turn that i have to go to there was no other way just mm. to go to japan mm. and i landed in japan without much of support i felt there was no support and when i went there then i realized how swami was guiding my every moment every moment was being guided by swami it was being in water fish don't realize the value of water yes. only when coming out of it you yes. struggle for it yes we stayed in parthi brindavan anywhere in swami's environment constantly we had bhajans going on all the swami's activity sometimes we don't realize how this keeps on equilibrating our mind for one month i was in japan i couldn't get any connection with sai organization i suddenly felt so much of vacuum inside me almost like fish out of water yeah yeah that i can't talk with anybody about swami because japan has lot of propaganda which went on in the national television news against swami so general people had an somewhat negative opinion this was in 2005 2005 and 
I was craving for Sai organization where I could go and find peace. You were in which part of Japan? That was in southern part of Japan that is called Kyushu. It's different islands and one of the southern Japan is called Kyushu Island. I was there. And it came to such an extent that I started crying in front of Swami's picture that Swami why out of all I am in Japan where nobody goes for research in Japan people usually in our country they go to Europe or US there will be let very small number goes to Japan because of language barrier you must learn Japanese to do the studies there so it must have been difficult for you to get adjusted to that very place much. also it is very difficult to be a vegetarian there you mm. have to cook on your own you literally you can't eat outside but those were lesser inside that vacuum was i could there was a bigger 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 need issue to deal with yeah and one night very nice dream came swami said only one sentence you came for my work swami told you that yeah. you came for my work and i didn't know what is this work but i could console myself that something is there there is some work to be done that i thought maybe swami just said for consoling me so that i get out of this negative attitude of why i am because so many times i was thinking about why i am in japan why i am in japan suddenly i came to know that japanese people want to learn veda mm-hmm. so you went to a sai center yes and one one fine day i came to know there is a sai center which was somewhat 100 kilometers away from my place 100 kilometers away. yeah so i went to that place and that day there was a veda seminar they wanted to learn veda one of my senior his name viraman viraman yes uh, he also did his chemistry major from brindavan and master of sciences in chemistry from puttaparthi and i think he was my classmate viraman oh yes yes he was a volleyball player volleyball player yes. yes he was also there in japan at that time he was in central japan and i was in southern japan he had come all the way from central japan to southern japan just to teach veda for this veda seminar yes and i also landed in that time in the sai center so he told okay so you have sono with you so sono will take care of the southern part of the uh, japan's veda learning and he was taking care of the central part of the japan's veda learning wonderful and in the northern part of it little northern of it there was uh, another brother anant prakash yes yes, yes. anant prakash he is also yes. a classmate yes, yes yes and he was taking care little northern part of the japan so swami has strategically put three students in three different regions for veda learning yes. experiences i thought what this was the work maybe swami was referring to japanese were very much touched about it they presented a drama in front of swami in a gratitude that you have sent three students to teach veda to us where did they present this drama here in front of yeah, swami in front of swami in 2007 ah correct then it was a solace for my heart that somehow i am physically being away also swami i am being a instrument of swami and that gave so much of joy So that's how I realized that my research was just an excuse for some greater experience for me which I got it being here with physical proximity with Swami it was 
a different experience being away and feeling his proximity once again was another level of experience which i had in japan of course if we continue it can go on and on many. yeah please do share about some highlights of your stay in japan some of those moments that you always cherish now you've come back from that place but whenever you think of japan and your involvement with the sai activities there there must be some moments which you always cherish somi was always guiding my literally most of my movements directly every movement every sunday i used to be in sai center some other sai center isli being a sai devotee it gives you lot of responsibility in other places people start expecting lot from you that you will be helping them because we have received so much from swami you will be sharing some of the experiences with them they end up asking so many questions and some of the questions were really tough ones mm. and i must say that there are many devotees who had not seen swami physically and very higher planes of devotion and they used to come and ask questions i used to feel very humble in front of them and many of the questions i didn't know answers it used to be after bhajan session we used to have lot of we can say paranam session like some kind of a study circle study circle session. very informal ones and i used to wonder what could be the answer but very next moment something would come out from my mouth sometimes i realized that even i didn't know those sequence of the words what came out and the person who got the answer was, was very happy with that answer actually all my such talks were recorded when i heard it i couldn't believe that i could utter those words it happened once that they had a gayatri seminar seminar on gayatri because swami talked much about gayatri they thought that they should have a gayatri seminar two days gayatri seminar just talking about gayatri for two days gayatri mantra gayatri mantra for two days and gayatri mantra as we know it has only 24 letters put in five lines if you have to talk about gayatri mantra for two days you don't know how how to elaborate and they gave me one complete day to talk about gayatri and i didn't know what to talk oh my god the whole thing i could tell them letter by letter word by word or sentence by sentence but everything would get over in hardly 30 minutes when i started talking it just continued somehow i didn't know how the so many correlations came out and to tell you exactly something which was a revelation for me during that time there was a world conference which was program was going on and the theme for that was i am i god is love all serve all world conference in prashantinagar yeah prashantinagar for that they were all the reasons were having preparation oh pre world conference pre-world sessions conference. Yes. and conferences yes so they were discussing these topics quite often somehow when i was talking i ended up telling this whole world conference is there in gayatri i myself was amazed that how how i will able to convince that it is there in gayatri 
and later i realized that really everything was there in gayatri i am i it was there in bhur bhuvaswa and then god is in tat savitur varenyam bhargo devasya dhimahi dhiyo yona prachodayat was love and sarval i was so amazed with with the whole explanation which i was giving when i heard heard it back in the audio i told i never thought about it actually that became one of the milestone for me to understand that how swami uses you when he wants to convey sometimes and i was so touched by that that swami was always felt very proud of being a sai student there that time and becoming his instrument that and feeling that i might not have got the direct attention direct physical attention of swami in puttaparthi direct physical attention and that was always a constant feeling in me which was going on that probably that direct attention was very little but later in i realized so swami every day speaking yeah, yeah, yes, 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 that yes, kind yes. of physical attention yes. which when natural for everyone <laughs> who is a student to crave for yes yes, yes we we wanted it and that time i saw how much swami was taking care of every moment how of much he was embracing you and holding you so close to him that was in the sai activity but apart from that even in my research i felt swami was taking care many times two instances i just would like to remember sure one was i had a project which was to be submitted with a deadline and the experiments were not proceeding i tried all combinations it was not going at all and the deadline was approaching very fast i worked day and night it was 12 o'clock night when i was in lab working and i felt like crying that Oh Swami now I am just feeling all my tricks of my intelligence have faded off I can't do anything more so I had a habit of keeping Swami's picture on my working table which in Japan people don't do it because of sensitivity but I kept it you always kept a picture yeah, of Swami I told that uh, earlier somebody objected it I told that if you want me to remove this picture you can as well tell me to go away so they told okay fine <laughs> oh <laughs> so then they told that okay fine you can have it one and if someone asked you who is he what would you say my my god my guru and my everything so uh, they had some prejudice about swami but they never asked me that when they came to me they knew that this boy need not be touched about this because they would be getting so many things that their own concepts used to change after talking so they felt their own concepts getting change change uh, so challenging their own concepts so, about god and yeah so everything and so i went it's an avoidable topic yeah, so so no when they used to talk to me their concept of swami was changing so but they were avoiding me for some time when the reactions were not happening coming back to that topic i went in front of swami and i literally cried at 12 o'clock night and i went to sleep in front of swami's picture i just put my head on the desk and felt sleepy because almost two days of 
hard work was going on and i didn't get proper sleep also suddenly i felt somebody was calling my name and i was half awake i got up from my desk went to the experiment room picked up one reagent and added it in the reaction flask after some point i suddenly realized that what i am doing i stopped it and suddenly i realized that my reaction had started mm-hmm. that was the only reagent was to be added and then i realized that was the sound very much similar to somis voice which couldn't happen to me in the waking state he put me through the sleep and used me in the half awakened state whereas in awakened state sometimes we don't connect very well sometimes so he uses different consciousness level yes and i could go through this i finished my projects so when you are half awake you are not fully yourself god can work easily <laughs> yeah. to you yes 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 <laughs> there was my professor the supervisor was really one of the tough person and there was another project which was going on he had distributed this project among many colleagues and it was a tough project it was not going across all of us were working he had a deadline he had to submit it he came one day before and he asked all of us are you have you finished your work have you finished and everyone was giving a negative reply and i could see that he was blasting out at everyone he was slowly approaching to me and i knew that so oh, sami now it is my turn sami please save me so he came to me and then he told what is your your result and i just used the word sir i have failed and that was like till now he was scolding everyone suddenly he told me that failure and success is not in your hand you are supposed to do only experiments the result is result don't bother about what is success what is failure and i felt like till now he was scolding and all these words were coming like some geetas word words of wisdom were coming yes, he thought yes, he is going to scold you yeah yeah and mind you he is one of uh, the person who doesn't believe in god so when he is talking of all these things and suddenly when he went to the next boy once again he started scolding oh. so for me term like the time i just wanted swami to help me all the words which came out from him at that moment felt just suddenly like suddenly he became a wise man just for yourself yeah and i felt like once again swami told don't worry i'm taking care i'm i'm taking care constantly many times he was he was taking care like this these are just uh, some of the instances which i wanted to narrate it was a feeling many times a individual hand working putting me in the very very safety safety zone most of the time wonderful i think you can go on talking about your experience in japan oh lot you want to talk anything about uh, the veda teaching experience because the reason why i'm asking this is the last two days we've been hearing to the chants of uh, vedic hymns by these visiting devotees from japan and other countries and their chanting is so impeccable their the intonations are so clear it is as good as listening to boys chanting in prashanthi nilayam 
many times you know people were thinking who were not sitting there they were under the impression that it is boys who are chanting vedam i mean you as so much instruments have done such a wonderful job of teaching vedam to these people how was this experience i must be ever grateful to swami for giving this opportunity to share my knowledge of vedic learning with the people around but i must say this has been a evolution for myself in so many ways i was a balvikas student and when i came to sairam dear listener you just heard a conversation with brother sonuram shankar an alumnus of the shri satyasai institute of higher learning having a lot of academic credentials in his profile sonu is actively involved in many sai activities since he left the portals of bhagwan's university his commendable service being his active involvement in helping people in the aftermath of the devastating eastern japanese earthquake which happened in may 2011 This is a three-part conversation and what you just heard was the first part. Part 2 of this conversation will be aired same day same time next week. This was yet another episode of our weekly series Fleeting Moments Lasting Memories offering you conversations with former students of Bhagwan schools and colleges by visiting the link radiosai.org/saistudents you can download and listen at your leisure. over a hundred such conversations with former students of Bhagwan's educational institutions. Dear listener, your feedback and comments are welcome and as always you can reach us by writing to listener at radiosai.org Sairam from Prashanthi Nilayan